This week's episode of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast is brought to you by WarbyParker.com. Get a free five-day home try-on at WarbyParkerTrial.com slash red. Five pairs, five days, 100% free. Welcome to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We feature destination races from across the country, And after the race, we take you on a tour of the best local food and beverage to celebrate. So whether you are an elite runner or a back-of-the-packer like us, you'll know the best places to accomplish, explore, and indulge on your next runcation. Hey, welcome to episode 104 of the Runny Drink Podcast, and I am your host, Amy. And I am your co-host, Dana. Of course. Who else would it be? Who else would it be? We are here and we are so excited about today's content. It was not a travel week, disclaimer. It was a training week and disclaimer. Your what disclaimer? What? You gave a disclaimer for it not being a travel week. Well, I'm giving a disclaimer for it being a training week. It, it's a training week. But it was a busy training week. <laughs> yes. Yes. You had to work. So I stayed in town and did the training and then we celebrated the anniversary of a fantastic brewery here in town that you could possibly get somewhere in the country I hope but if you ever visit the Fort Myers area Fort Myers Brewing Company and the food trucks that accompany this fabulous beer mm, we are ready to talk about that today yeah um I had to work, like like Amy of course, said. Of course, And my tr- my contribution to this week's episode is basically that I did some training runs in the, <laughs> in the neighborhood and didn't hurt myself. So there oh, you go. go you! <laughs> no, it's good to no, we, train in the neighborhood. Is necessary. Great, we had great weather here, and mm-hmm. honestly, I was having some really good runs. Mainly doing speed work uh. this week since coming off of the the virtual race for uh, for last week, I had all my high mileage then. So this mm. week is all basically quote unquote short runs, five yes. days basically. Yeah. Well, and I mean Jeff in the e coaching program, he said this week you do three miles on one day and three miles on another day back to back. On so the you, weekend. You did so, yours back to back, yeah. Yeah, and I, I know what he's doing. He is just, he's and he's trying some different ratios with me. He's having me try some different ratios to see what I can do as far as getting my speed where it needs to be. So walk us through what your training week looked like leading up to the re- local race that you did. Mm. Then. So what did training look like for you? So typically... What Jeff will do is he'll assign a Tuesday and a Thursday, 30 to 45 minutes. And then on the weekend, he'll assign a three-miler or a long run. And in that 30 to 45 minutes, you'll do different exercises or drills. Well, sometimes it'll just be 30 to 45 minutes getting out there and doing run, walk, run, whatever you feel comfortable with. And then one session will be speed work. However... There were those two 30 to 45 minute sessions and some speed play, some 
uh, cadence drills, some acceleration gliders, and that's all on jeffgalloway.com if you ever want to know what that is. But the cadence drills are meant to improve your turnover. Right. And the acceleration gliders are to help with the smoothness coming in from the run to the walk to the run transition. I, I actually was doing some of that on my own, mm-hmm. just getting used to that and doing some of the cadence drills because yes. in, in my runs, I was, I was really focused on, I'm going to have my segment of say 10 seconds running. Then I was wanting to hit X for my turnover during mm-hmm. the time. And then the number of steps you have during mile one. And then in yeah. mile two, I would want to get more steps in during that 10 second and mm-hmm. then mile three, the same. So yeah. I was having those negative splits mm-hmm. plus focusing on the, the, yeah. the turnover. I need to do a little more of the acceleration gliders. Cause I, I did have some, some time when I was out there on the road where my, my uh, transitions were not exactly smooth. Mm. And that was the only time that I actually felt the knee. Really? Yeah. I mean, during the run itself, no. It's always on the deceleration for me. So. Well, that's, well, you didn't talk about that. Well, no. I mean, it, me. it wasn't awful. It wasn't anything but. really bad. But, yeah, so those, so you were doing those. I was doing that during the week, and he said, you know, the acceleration gliders, the cadence drills, throw in either a quarter mile at a certain pace, or you could take it down to an eighth of a mile and just do more of them mm-hmm. at a certain pace. And so that what I, I was trying to find the sweet spot in those. So he's, he's, he's having me do some speed play, I guess. Makes sense. And then on the weekend, instead of just a three miler, because I had done the 13 training run for that extra mile, the, the Extra Mile Podcast virtual run in support yes. of Donna. Yes. The Donna Foundation. And we talked to Kevin cancer. Gwynn last week. Check out last week's episode. Mm-hmm. So I did that. I did a long run. And then this week he was like, well, you know, you need to do some back-to-back runs because, hello, in April we're doing back-to-back challenge. We're doing a 10K and a half. Yes. So he's trying to get me to maintain and to push the speed play, and I think this also ramps up the training for Chicago. Yes. So it felt really good, actually. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, part of the reason maybe because I wasn't working and – Anybody. It always feels good when you're not at work. Anybody who's out there (laughs) and who has to work a full day on their feet in retail and teaching and whatever it is that you do, standing and then coming home and doing the run or doing it beforehand and then standing the entire work day. So I, I really think I had a good week because on the days that I was running, I wasn't working. Yeah, that would make a lot of sense. I. I mean, you are on your feet all day long teaching, mm-hmm. so that's yeah. that's so rough. So it was it was really good, and he was wanting me to do three milers back to back, and he was wanting me to try some intervals, some seven thirty, some ten thirty, seven seconds running, thirty seconds walking. Correct. Okay. Correct. So when you're and talking about these interval numbers, it's it's seconds, not minutes, mm-hmm. and that's. The first number is your walk. The second mm-hmm. number is your run. So yeah. 7.30. Because he talks a lot about, lately he talks about the research about 
30 seconds walking, anything more than that might be diminishing returns on recovery. So we we have been playing with lower run-walk-run ratios. Okay. To try and get me to a certain speed. And so the one of the runs was here in the neighborhood. And it was with you. Mm-hmm. And we were just walking the first mile and then 7.30 the second mile and then 10.30 the third mile. Yep. And then I went and to great. vary up. I was going to say, and on that run, that yeah. was great weather. Oh, it was. In the evening. I mean, mm-hmm. we've been really fortunate down here. It's been so cool and dry mm-hmm. this week. Yeah. And I just, gosh, I hope it's not the last that we have of the cooler winter weather. I think we get a little more. But I know that as we head into the summer, that we're going to have higher humidity and higher temperatures. And I know that that's going to do a lot for me in terms of training, although the training in that is not always Pleasant. the most enjoyable. It's enough to make you cry when you're running. Yes. Not even True. Jo- not even True. joking about that, by the way. And I'm it's sure just, that the people who awful. are our northern friends who experience super cold temperatures i can't even imagine they also have on the other spectrum that that they're suffering on a different plane yes but that's what we have to look forward to in the summer and that's okay because the fall will be that much easier because of the training in the summer you always want to cry in training so you can laugh in the battle Mm -hmm. or just be prepared (laughs) for the pain yes so that you can enjoy. So that was one of your training runs was with me, but then you yes. had you had, you are the one who was a one woman band. I know it was so hard doing a I run can't without film me. Like you. I can't film like you. You did just fine. Oh my goodness! I even watched part of it from work. I had to work all weekend. So. Well, I just threw up some lives of the of the shots for the local race. We're lucky in that we have some spring training uh in baseball minnesota twins mm -hmm. and that is at hammond stadium in fort myers and that affords us the opportunity to do some local 5ks on a completely closed course yeah that's a it's a we've done a couple of races in the past that we have featured on the show did you do the fast and the furious there the fast and the furious is the one i did without you at Mm -hmm. that exact venue yeah. And it's it's the stadium, it's mm-hmm. the training fields, mm-hmm. it's the roads all in between those and all mm. of the other supporting buildings for those those sports team. clubs and for the team. They close that off and you don't have to worry about traffic. It's great. Yeah. So I did what's called the Scope for Hope 5K, and it was organized by the Fort Myers Track Club, and it was to support those going through colorectal cancer. Great cause. Mm -hmm. And that gave me the opportunity to support a very worthy cause, while at the same time varying up the course that we run so it wasn't in the neighborhood all weekend long. It was around the the baseball training fields for the Minnesota Twins. 
very cool. It was awesome and at Hammond a, Stadium. They have a nice little, I don't know if you call it a park, but the the field or the the walkway leading up to the stadium itself is very nice. Mm-hmm. And they always have um, yeah. your your tents set up. You showed some of the footage. I did with like their pre-race and post-race. They had Jason's Deli doing some coffee and some breakfast items, some fruit, some bagels, and that kind of thing. And it was just, and some people had brought some dogs, which you know we love. You, you can almost get guarantee that Amy's going to stop running. And Chick-fil-A the was there? Well, I mean, who doesn't like a chicken biscuit? I mean, right? Who? I mean, come on. So but, talk about the, um, the process, because you went through, okay. you were debating whether or not you were going to do early packet pickup or day of, and I don't yeah. remember what you did. And I did the day before, because I was off and I was able to pick up the packet prior to race day. But I believe that if you pick it up the morning of, it would have been really painless. It was 35 or $40, the race entry fee, depending on when you registered mm-hmm. for the 5K, but they also had a two-mile two walk as oh, well on the okay. course. Now, was, so, that, was that running or going simultaneously mm-hmm. with the 5K? Yeah, and you could just tell from the color of the bib. Okay. Because we had some yellow ones for the 5K and then red in color for the two-miler, I believe. Nice. So, we, so I went to the Run Florida run shop in Fort Myers to do the packet pickup prior to, so I wouldn't have to worry about getting there super early. But it wouldn't have been a problem either way, really. Well, that's good to know. Mm-hmm. The weather was beautiful. The The packet pickup process the day before was really painless. I mean, you walked in and you could either give them the QR code or you could give them your name and you got... So you registered online, but mm-hmm. then the packet pickup at the... At the run shop mm-hmm. over there at, in Fort at the Myers. run Florida run shop run Florida, mm-hmm. and they gave us a goodie bag that had some sprayable hand sanitizer and some literature about upcoming races that were sponsored by the Fort Myers Track Club, and I didn't know that they would have a shirt because they said only a certain amount uh, of early registrants would have shirts. Mm-hmm. And I actually got a unisex shirt because they were able to make one last order. Oh, okay. So that was really good. So it was a light blue shirt with some black writing and some on the sponsors on the back, like a, a running shirt. Well, I know you were saying that you weren't in time to get the ladies V-neck. No, so which they did have available for the early registrants. Gotcha. Which was good. So that so that was good, and then. We got to Hammond Stadium the morning of, and Jason's Deli was there with some coffee, and Chick-fil-A was there, and we had a guy who was running around dressed up like the, like an emoji, like the poop emoji. <laughs> For colorectal cancer. Yeah. Okay. And that's the best <laughs> I get. That's how, I, I mean, it was hysterical, but very apropos, I would say. And it got off. The race was supposed to start at 8, and mm-hmm. it got off right at 8. And there wasn't really a, we're going to count down. I mean, you heard like a bullhorn, and it was go. Okay. So not a whole lot of pomp and circumstance to get no. the race off to a start. 
No. And there were several teams within the stadium in the area that were warming up and they were the baseball teams and softball teams were on the fields as we were running. Yeah, now they do allow I think some schools mm-hmm. or other organizations yeah. to use those fields. It's not just the professional ball teams. So it was year. really it was great that we were we had some nice views. And it was different and they had a water stop because you covered the same kind of loop within the Hammond Stadium. So it was almost like a, a two-lap? Mm-hmm. Like a two-lap, almost identical uh, to make the 5K mm-hmm. distance. And there was a, the water stop was available twice. Oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. So that was good. And they had some people who were a part of the Fort Myers Track Club coming back and cheering on those of us who are at the back of the pack and the slower runners going, oh, you have only .9 to go. And, like, keep it going. You're not slow. You know how I wear the you're not slow shirt? from, yes. Or I'm not slow shirt from our website? Right. So they they were like, you're not slow. You got it. You got it. And I finished before 9 o'clock, actually. Yeah, I, I remember seeing you go live. That was the mm-hmm. one of your live videos I was able to to look at. I got mm-hmm. the alert on my phone, and I was yeah. at work, and I'm like, oh, she's gone live. And you were already done with the race. Yeah, so I was done before 9, which well, was good. Well under an hour. Because I executed what my coach and America's running coach, the America's coach, period, said to do, which was to walk the first mile and then to employ some ratios that I felt comfortable with at mile two and mile three. So I set the, I set the watch to 1030 for second and third mile. So I wouldn't have to fool with it in between the miles. Nice. And I, it felt good. Very smart. And I would have, you know, taken it down to seven if I needed to, but I felt like I didn't need to. I felt like I felt pretty strong, so I just ran through. Well, I mean, you've been working on di- had your nutrition dialed in. Mm-hmm. You've been been doing all the running. It's yep. you're you're executing and well on your way on your path to Chicago. So this makes total sense to me. And seeing how quickly before nine o'clock, I mean, it was it was like. I want to say it was like uh, 8.47 or something like that, 8.50 mm-hmm. around that time. So you yeah. you were very fast for your 5K time normally. Yeah, and, and I didn't really care. And you about... weren't even trying to. No, no. I was trying to get into the mindset of, well, if I'm running a race and I see people ahead of me, can I, with my run-walk run, instead of sprinting, to catch up and pass somebody, can I utilize my run, walk, run to pass them in a comfortable spot in terms of running? Good call or or good, good way to look at it. Yeah. And can I stay in that headspace and can I be just mentally strong? So, so the answer was yes. Yeah. It was not my fastest 5k. It was about a minute 18 off my fastest. But you walked the entire first mile. Mm-hmm, I did. So that's pretty awesome. Because mm-hmm. I want to arrive at the start healthy 
So what I do in training, I just, I want to measure it and, and mentally if I need to walk to get the mileage in and build the endurance, I want to do that. And if, if I can utilize some run, walk, run to help me on the longer distances or on the back-to-back days when we're building endurance mm-hmm. and maintaining fitness, that's what I want to do. Smart. So. So you finished the race. Finished the race, and they were still uh, serving coffee from Jason's Deli and some bagels and some fruit. They had oranges, strawberries, bananas, bagels from Jason's Deli oh and gosh. from they had like a whole like Chick Fil A, like the whole fruit platter out mm-hmm. there. And they were doing when I crossed the line, I did a little bit of live, and then they started to give awards, mm-hmm. and they were giving out free cookbooks. Free cookbooks from some of the patients that had overcome or were recovering from the colorectal cancer. They were, uh, the charity was out there giving away those books. Yeah. So it was just, it was a nice environment. It was family friendly. There were dogs there. There were kids and strollers there. So the race was dog friendly. You could bring your dog on the run. Yeah. Wow. And the, I mean, I'm very used to seeing that out there for the, for the, um, fast and the furious. Fast and the yeah. furious. Yeah. Cause yeah. that's a literally a race to support the but it was still, Gulf Coast Humane Society. Mm-hmm. But stroller so they were friendly still allowing dogs. that in strollers. Mm-hmm. Strollers and dogs. Very cool. Yeah. And while there wasn't a medal when you cross the finish line, no medal. No medal. But I still feel like, I mean, there was a sense of accomplishment. They email you about your finish time. And so it was a chip timed race. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And it, it was just an overall great feeling. And they had some silent auction or some pre race auction going on before. Mm-hmm. The race started and and throughout, so I, I feel like it was a great event to support a worthy cause here locally, and it was the tenth anniversary, I believe. So what what was attendance like? It seemed like it was very well attended. I mean, it looked mm-hmm. it looked crowded without being like wall to wall people. Yeah, I well probably I mean, in what three four hundred. Maybe because I don't know the total exactly, but because we're back of the Packers, uh, once once the race started, mm-hmm. we kind of thinned out, and there there was plenty of time, and there were adequate signs to say walkers to this side or the other, depending on where you are on the course around the baseball fields. Okay, you know. And, and what people ought to know about this, if you come down to the Fort Myers area, like say you're vacationing, but while you're here, you want to do a 5K and they've got one going on there. This venue it, it was not designed for 5Ks. No. That said. It's really great it's though. It's all paved. Yeah. It's all, and it's not all concrete, mm-hmm. so it's not pounding your joints. It's a oh. lot of, a lot of it is, is uh, asphalt. Mm-hmm. You do have some concrete on the sidewalk sure. areas where you have to go, but for the most part, it's... I, I feel like we were on asphalt most of the time. Yeah, it's mostly asphalt, mm-hmm. all enclosed. Yeah. Did you have law enforcement there? No. Or did you need it? We didn't need it because it was all self-contained, and the volunteers were awesome. 
they were like, hey, this is where you need to go. Or because it was a looped course. That's what they did for Fast and Furious. Mm-hmm. So. They were, they, they just, they were, are you on the first loop? Are you on the second loop? Or if you're in the first loop, the first loop, go this way. If you're on the second loop, go this way. Because it was just slight variance at a certain section between the baseball fields. But other than that, it was exactly the same. Nice. And it was nice. It was enclosed. You didn't have to worry. And everybody was so great. I mean, I had a husband and a wife that came up to me afterwards and goes, yeah, yeah, I see your shirt. You say you're not slow, but you, you passed us. So I wasn't last. Well, there you go. And they were such nice people, such encouraging people. Well, I mean, that's, these little community 5Ks like this are great. And when you can find one that's supporting Mm -hmm. an incredibly worthy charity or cause, it's it's nice to be able to do that. And Mm -hmm. it's also great knowing that the Run Florida shop really has their act together as far as packet pickup mm-hmm. and race registration. Yeah. We know Fort Myers Track Club does. We have done several events oh, where the Fort Myers Track Club fantastic is, organization. is involved and they know how to organize a race. Yep. So, you know, I'm We're glad. lucky to have a couple of organizations here in the Fort Myers and Cape Coral area that just know how to do it right. They do. Yeah, we are. And yeah. and would you do this race again? I would. Yeah. Yeah. I like that venue. I think it's a great 5K venue. Yeah. And I would, to, I don't need much of an excuse to go out and do it, especially since I do, you know, at least a couple of 5Ks a week for training. Yeah, to vary it up, to support a great cause. And you got a cool shirt out of it. Yeah. And it I, was just a blue short sleeve shirt with the sponsors on the back and then just the, uh, the cause on the front. Yeah. Yeah. And I like that... I mean, of course you want the bling if, if, you're, if you're running for that. Shirts are great, too. I, I'll forgo bling if I know that, I'm, that more, more of money. the money will go for the cause. Exactly. And I know everybody who listens to the show would probably agree. Yeah, I mean, it's nice to get the bling. And when, when races that are for charities are offering the bling, mm-hmm. that's to further incentivize it's more great runners to come. If and they can do it. Totally works. But you know that's the, those those medals aren't cheap and and they're not certainly not free. No. So you know money from your registration fee is helping to pay for that. That could be going to the charity. Sure. So, so if they can get them donated, all the better. Right. But you, I mean, it just gave me the opportunity to have a different course for a training run, and that I loved. So. Very cool. There you go. All right. Well, we will link to that race in the show notes so that if you are down in the Fort Myers, Cape Coral, Naples area for vacation. Yeah, because that was the 10th annual and i don't think that's going anywhere it's not going so. anywhere and, and a lot of our fellow runcationers want to know about local races going on in the area where they're going to be mm. and this is a popular time of the year to come down here to southwest florida for vacation spring break that kind of thing spring so training a lot of people like to, to come see the teams mm-hmm. so and not only do you get maybe come to a race on one day and then come back to him and to watch a game yeah sure and then so. Of course, you could go next door to Fort Myers Brewing Company. Oh, food and oh, beverage. Of course. It's so close. I mean, like, I think we covered Marlin's Brew House that mm-hmm. is very close to there. Mm-hmm. But this week, 
we helped to celebrate Fort Myers Brewing Company's seventh anniversary. Yeah, Fort Myers Brewing has so good. is is such a cool story of people who've been just doing it right and really working hard to build a brewery that is building community in that For part sure. of Fort Myers so and, good. and is creating an environment that is so welcoming and so friendly. Mm-hmm. And part of that, as we transition into the eat phase of this week's oh, episode, yes. is that they are hand in hand with food, the food truck community. Oh, And they host food trucks there a most of the week, oh. if not all week. Yeah. And this time or this week, we are going to be talking about the food that we got while we were at the Fort Myers Brewing Company 7th anniversary celebration. Oh, and we so sampled some of the wares from the food trucks that were there that oh. are, many of which are staples at Fort Myers Brewing all of which are huge contributors to the food truck community and food truck scene here in Southwest Florida. Which is an awesome, awesome community. And growing. Mm-hmm. And one that we've covered on the show before was there for the seventh anniversary. So yes, it was. we would be remiss if we did not hearken back to Wicked Streetery. Yes. So... First up on this week's episode for the food portion is our friends at Wicked Streetery. We talked about them. I want to say the last time we talked about them was also at Fort Myers Brewing, and it might have been for the sixth anniversary. It may have been. We, have I think well we did a live broadcast from there. Yes. And then maybe we talked about their expansion, which we're super excited about. Yeah. Uh, Fort Myers Brewing is going to be expanding their operation and mm-hmm. moving part of their operation into a totally separate facility from where they're currently at there for right more now, events yeah right now they're located Bigger. in a industrial park out in the gateway community or near gate the gateway community in south fort myers and it's off the beaten path for sure sure it's as most successful brewing companies have been that we've run across anyway mm-hmm. yeah absolutely Mm. And in their parking lot, they open up their parking lot to the food trucks, and mm-hmm. Wicked Streetery has been there a lot. Uh, they're huge supporters. And these guys at Wicked Streetery, when you see the truck, oh. the first thing you think is Halloween because yes. of the theme. They kind of have this purple and black color scheme. Yeah. And it's, it's uh, you know, Wicked. The name Wicked is in the, or the word Wicked's in the name. And it's it's got like these creepy trees and shadows on the truck and all that. So cool. And then you get up there and you look at the menu. Oh. And you're like, oh my gosh, this sounds incredible. I think that the word Wicked means awesome. Yeah, Wicked good. Mm, delicious. And, and you see the menu and the stuff that they're doing, you go, that's going to come out of a truck? Yeah, it is. And when you see the food, take a look at this week's episode artwork. <sighs> take a look at the website over at runeatdrink.net. And of course, check Wicked Streetery out on Facebook. Mm. Their food is not only delicious, Gosh. it's gorgeous. Yes. So you had one dish and I had another well, why don't you start us off? Okay. Or do you want me to start us off? So I had 
what they call the steak in the grass, which was a toasted hoagie, shaved sirloin, blue cheese, baby spinach, roasted garlic aioli, and it was served with fries for $12. And I just, it, it reminded me of the way that steak is sliced for a Philly cheesesteak. Yeah. Like that. And it was cooked, I would say, medium well. Still tender. And the blue cheese added like that salty acidity. Funkiness. Funky. Yeah. And the baby spinach was just that greenery and it was wilted on the grill. That's perfect. Or it was put on the sandwich and it was wilted by the steak. I don't know. The heat from the steak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It And the, the toasted hoagie, while it stood up to all the ingredients, was still soft. So they, they toasted the exterior mm-hmm. to keep it from getting soggy. Yeah. So but it wasn't so toasted it was hard. Mm-hmm. And the garlic aioli was just delightful. There was some lime tang to it. Mm-hmm. And I just that that's an awesome sandwich. We've we've had other things in the past. I really just this is my opportunity to say to Wicked Streetery, can you bring back the noodle dish? Because <laughs> we want the noodles. We will link to last year's episode oh. where we talked about their noodle dish, and that that was crazy. Oh, I, so I good. Understand? You let me but, have a bite of that sandwich. But that sandwich was amazing too. That sandwich was huge. Mm-hmm. And if you are, there needs to be a disclaimer. I mean, splitting some things from the multiple food trucks we had at the seventh anniversary was very smart to do. Yes. Yeah. And but I could see somebody going awry, ordering, oh, I'm going to get the, the sandwich and then ordering something else. You don't need to. And think, I you're think. not going to be able to finish it. I think you could split it with somebody easily. Easy. So, but your dish was also very substantial and could have been split as well. It was. And actually, it's funny that you, you mentioned the noodle dish from last year. Mm. This is the entire reason I ordered my dish this year. Was it? It was because they do such a great job at this food truck playing with Asian flavors. They do. And I said, you know what? I love, absolutely loved that dish from last year. I'm going to give this a shot. They were offering a honey sesame chicken and their description was diced boneless chicken Tossed in a honey soy glaze with basmati rice and scallions. For $10. For $10. Yeah. And I get this basket Uh, of food. It looks so good. Maybe a third of the basket has got the basmati rice in it. The chicken portion. The, The rest of it is diced or cubes of, I want to say chicken thigh. That have been lightly breaded, and it's a it's so it's almost a oh um, a corn a, a cornstarch, and maybe rice flour batter. It looks so good, and it's got this perfect sweet sticky glaze on top, and then they shake the the sesame seeds on it. So if you've ever had, imagine this is some of the best sesame chicken you've ever had. Mm. 
that's what they gave me. And they gave me a ton of it. It was oh not like I was hurting for It was overflowing. And the they diced up some scallions and gave you the, the green onion on, you know, the green scallion on top. For that crunch? Well, not so much for the crunch because they're using the green portion of the of the onion. But Still, the, it's a different texture. A little bit different texture, but it's just a hint of that oniony flavor. Mm. And absolutely fantastic. Mm. Um, if I had so a... So good. The only critique I could even think to offer is I like a stickier rice Oh, for... Any, oh. Anything that I'm having, like any kind of Chinese food, or mm. so you know. But they went with a with a a very uh, fluffy, not so sticky white rice. Yeah, that basmati rice. Yeah. that was it was very good. I mean, I had no complaints. But I mean, um, I'm I'm scraping the bottom of the barrel for a critique here because I'm gushing over he how doesn't have any. I don't. Just, I'm telling you, the food is so good at this truck. And consistently good. And it's the items are changing all the time. And if you happen to notice on their menu, if they have like the the Irish sandwich, the corned beef. That thing's ridiculous. Oh, God. Just or, get just shut up and get it. Or if they do their poutine. Oh, <laughs> just... They do, do a short. It. They do a short rib poutine that is a meal in and of itself. Split that with one or two other people. Oh my goodness! You won't regret Just it. Just do it. But what I had was mm-hmm. so good, so filling, and just perfect. I mean, the 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 breading on the chicken didn't get soggy. They didn't overdress it. They they cooked it perfectly. The chicken was juicy from first bite to last bite. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, nothing. No problem. And for yeah. 10 bucks, mm. 10 bucks, mm. perfect. Well, that wasn't the only food truck we had there. No, we we wanted to sample a little bit of everything while we were there. There was another food truck. Philly Tees was there. Philly Tees. Philly Tees, which was, you know, it's the what i mean they are <laughs> they have sandwiches well yeah it, the name cheesesteak kind, kind of gives it away um you know they they cheesesteaks and po' boys well okay you you see philly tees you go oh, of course they're going to have phillies then they go and po' boys yeah okay mm-hmm. i hear mm-hmm. what you're saying yeah they oh you had a grouper po' boy, and oh. I had the New Orleans no, no I Nolens. Thank you, chicken po' boy. Uh huh. Oh, the chicken was tender. The bun, the roll, the roll, totally like the hoagie roll, like the hoagie roll, totally stood up to it, and it had. New Orleans spices, but it, then it also had a little bit of a drizzle of buffalo. Very nice. And I, I just, I think it was delightful. I can't agree with you more, and because you let me have a bite of that. Mm. I got to tell you, Philly teas, as much as I am, I am 
doting on Wicked Streetery, Philly T's grouper po'boy. Wow. Oh my God. Like the, the size of the piece of fish that you had on that sandwich was, was amazing. Was much bigger than the, the bun. Mm. And normally if you're ordering from a restaurant, a lot of times you'll, if you're ordering grouper or grouper sandwich and it's a sit down restaurant, they give you a much thicker cut, but not as long or as wide. Mm. This made total sense for a food truck to mm-hmm. go with a slightly thinner cut, but more surface area because it's going to cook faster. Yes. So if you're doing this in mass, you're going to be able to get more items out quicker. And Fort Myers Brewing Company has a lot of people come out. It's a very popular spot. Yeah. But I was a little afraid of it at first. Because when you see that, and that's a, not typically a fish that's treated that yeah. way with thin cuts, thin mm. fillets, you're like, uh-oh, how's this going to go? Mm. Well, let me tell you, this was one of the best that I've had in Southwest Florida in quite a while. Tender fish. Super tender, yeah. super flaky. The the so crust, good. that they, the batter that they used on it, I want to say that it was maybe a cracker meal uh, we batter. Don't they, but it wasn't overdone. You didn't, it wasn't a beer batter by any stretch. It was, it was Mm-mm. much more um, cracker meal or cornmeal, maybe a little flour. A com- I think a combination of the two or. It may have been. And, and they were, they treated that fish so well and it was juicy. It wasn't dried out, Mm-mm. flaky, just mm. phenomenal. And so good. Yeah. I, I could not recommend that enough. And I'm very wary usually of getting seafood from food mm-hmm. trucks or really I'm, I'm particular about seafood having grown up in Florida anyway, and, and getting it anyway. But this was something that was absolutely something I would recommend to anyone any mm-hmm. day of the week. Mm-hmm. But wait, there's, there's more. more. We were out there for quite a while. Oh, the third food truck that we tried I while mean, we were there was one that we've never seen before. And I think I loved the other two, but I think this was my favorite dish of the day we had. Really? Yeah. Okay. As much as I love Wicked Streetery, and I would go back a hundred times again and again, Philly Teas, I, you know... I'm so glad we had them and I would return, return, return. But this at the Viet Yum, Viet Yum is right, mm-hmm. food truck. We, that, that was my favorite offering of the day that we had. And what did we have? We had the banh mi rice bowl and it was so big that we split it. Yes. It, I love banh mi sandwiches anyway. <laughs> I mean, how how we had it with pork? Well, yeah, they offered it with uh, either with pork or with no meat. And with pork this for was our 11, day seven, so we were I mean, yeah eating meat this day. So we for, got the pork for eleven dollars, and we had pork caramelized in Saigon, what they call Saigon sauce, pickled carrot and daikon, jasmine rice. Jalapenos, cucumber, lime, green onion, and cilantro. What I love about Bon Mi is that it it really emphasizes very fresh flavors. So mm. you get the 
pickled carrot, the daikon, the <sighs> fresh uncooked jalapeno, cucumber. Yeah. The, all of the greenery that you're that I'm talking about there. Those flavors meld so well and they they complement uh, the meat and the spices. It was so good. And let me just I mean, like the lime and the jalapenos. Let me talk about the jalapenos for a minute because they're on the top mm-hmm. and they are seeded. Completely. So they add a little bit of a bite, but it's not so spicy that it kills your taste buds and you can still taste the juicy pork and the the pickled vegetables that just add that kind of kick that crunch in the acid mm, the acid the acidity that you need the carrot and the daikon to stand up to that pork and they have crunch also and the rice was so flaky okay this if this rice oh. had been in my dish from Wicked Streetery, that would have been for me. That would have been the perfect rice to do. Because you love the chicken from there. I love the chicken from there. I love the rice from here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that would have been perfect. Oh. But but this dish was so flavorful and huge and fresh. And yeah, they're again they're giving you it in the big paper. Um, Containers, yeah, yeah, paper boat, paper container, mm-hmm. and it's packed full. It almost reminds you of the ballpark. Yeah, those very containers much so. for carrying a hot dog. Yeah. So I mean, like the the cucumbers added the freshness, the jalapeno added a bite, but it wasn't too much. And then there was the acidity of the carrot and the daikon, and the rice was so flaky, and the pork was so just meaty yeah and they whatever they've got in their saigon sauce i don't even know i want to say that it's it's some variant on something like garlic ginger soy i'm sure it's a secret recipe they would never give away but it was so flavorful and and probably had some sugar in there too so is that that balance that meat is on the grill it's caramelizing so uh, Mm. it, it was amazing loved it Loved so. it, and I hope that we see them around town somewhere again soon. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah. We loved it. So that does it for the food, and we were all, since we were at the brewery, of course, we decided to get some beverages, and we headed inside to order some drinks, and you were able to read the menu thanks to your glasses yes. from Warby Parker. Oh, my goodness. Actually, not one, but two pairs from Warby Parker that I've gotten over the last few months. And these are glasses that you've paid for. Oh, yes. So we're not just, uh, Mm -hmm. we we are thankful that they are sponsoring this week's episode, but we're also customers. Yes, we are happy customers. Status update. How do you like them? I'm telling you, they allow you... A five-day, five-pair in-home trial. So you can pick a couple of different... You can go crazy. And some styles that you didn't think, oh, that's not really in my wheelhouse, but maybe you can try it and you can gain the feedback from 
anybody out on social media, but also more importantly, your friends and your family, your spouse, your spouse, which I did. And you she can, didn't poll me. She polled you guys to well, choose her glasses. Just say asked you, you asked me, but I, I totally didn't fill asked out a poll. You. I'm just saying. I totally asked you, but you, you have a no pressure five day, five pair in home trial from Warby Parker and the Runcation Nation can go to warbyparkertrial.com slash red for the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. warbyparkertrial.com slash red for your five-day, five-pair in-home trial. They take care of all the shipping to and from, and you have no pressure. You can audition all of the different pairs of frames that you want, get the feedback you need, send them back, and then get the lenses that you want in the frames that you look the best in, that you feel the best in. And what's great is that Warby Parker really believes that glasses shouldn't cost as much as an iPhone. Mm. They have prescription glasses starting at $95, and that includes an anti-reflective and anti-glare coating Mm. at no additional cost. All of their glasses include a hard case and cleaning cloth. There are no additional items you need to purchase. Mm. And if you require special lenses, they offer digital freeform progressive lenses starting at $295. So use our offer code warbyparkertrial.com slash red. Go to that URL. Get yourself some glasses mm. that are going to look great so that when you're ordering your next tasty beverage after running that race yes. you're going to be able to see what you're ordering yes and we want to thank warby parker for sponsoring this week's show indeed so you ordered some beer uh you did too i did so i may have tried one because it's the seventh anniversary so when in rome when in rome well let me just say that Fort Myers Brewing Company, they will brew an anniversary beer. And they did a seventh anniversary IPA. Mm -hmm. And I know what you're going to say to me, Dana. You're not an IPA girl. I'm not an IPA girl. But in our travels on the show, I have been introduced to IPAs of differing varieties. Yes. And this one was a winner for me. Okay. So the seventh anniversary IPA, which is 5.5 ABV, this one was just super light and super cloudy in color. Okay. And it's a tropical. It's described as a tropical IPA with mandarina, vibaria, mosaic, and Vic Secret Hops? Whatever that is. I don't know. I don't even know. But that's the description from the menu, which I could read. It was a cloudy, light, golden yellow, like I was talking about earlier. Mm -hmm. It had medium carbonation and a medium body. So it wasn't like a one-and-done kind of beer where... You could you just had one and then it's like a dessert beer where it's I'm done. Or just really heavy. Or really heavy where you had to wait or you couldn't eat. 
it was hoppy, but it wasn't overly bitter on the front, in the middle, or on the back end of the, the tasting. Okay. I, it was citrus hops. There was no piney flavor at all. Okay, which would make sense. A lot of those cloudy IPAs or those hazy IPAs tend to favor the citrus mm. flavors, which is good. We like yeah. that. But it wasn't like, you know how we've had at Big Storm, we've had the tangerine, the bromosa. It wasn't as maybe orange or tangerine forward, but it was grapefruit or lemon forward, like that kind of citrus. Nice. And... It had a slight, slight, ever so slightly bitter aftertaste, like the pith of a fruit, but it and a little bit of a dryness after you got done tasting the beer. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, I and I enjoyed their seventh anniversary IPA. Wow, you are! I think you're now officially an IPA girl. Mm, it depends on the IPA because piney ones, I'm still not a fan of. It's still, you know, I'll appreciate them, but it won't be my first choice on a menu, to be honest. Okay. But I loved this, and I'm super glad they brewed it in the way that they did in the selection of hops that they made. Very cool. Yeah. You? I went, I went a totally different direction. Tell me. Um, because Tell us. Because we were doing some some foods that had some spice and not not heat necessarily, but but really bold flavors. I wanted to go with a beer that was going to really complement that and not overpower or fight with that. So I oh. went with what they call their Fort Myers Light, mm. and their so good. their description on their menu is crisp, clean, and refreshing light lager. 4.2% ABV. So think of this maybe as their version of a light beer, I guess. Mm. Um, this had a clear, light yellow color. Uh, there was no cloudiness to it whatsoever. And it was very bubbly. So I would call this a moderate to high carbonation. But it had a very clean flavor on the palate. Mm. So... Very little, if any, appreciable bitterness at all. Yeah. A, a slightly bready flavor after the swallow. Oh. And it was very pleasant. It tasted great. The, so uh, you would have it again. Uh, oh, I, I've had it again since. I know. Uh, yeah. Um, I've gone out and gotten crowlers of this oh. because it's actually one of those where I stumbled on it and went, Wow, this is actually way better than I would have thought it was going to be. So good. This has a totally clean finish after you swallow. There's no lingering aftertaste. Mm. And for me, this is the ideal hot weather beer. There are a beer in this style is ideal. This is great for yard work or if you're wanting to go sit by the pool or if you're having spicy meals or mm -hmm. heavier meals yeah uh, because a lot of times and not i mean these food trucks are certainly the exception not the rule but a lot of food trucks really have very heavy offerings a lot they of can a lot of fried food because sure. fryers are easily transportable sure and this would be an, a perfect beer to pair with either spicy meals or heavy meals yeah so i love this one absolute so. winner so much so that we got a crowler to take home. 
and then got a crowler a few days later. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's now become a household favorite. So good. So. I, w- I would have it again. If you're coming to the area and you're maybe in the Fort Myers area, the Fort Myers beaches or Captiva or Sanibel and you come in to kind of try some breweries, anything like that. Mm. I think Fort Myers Brewing has to be on your list. Yeah, you've got to go. How many beers did they have total? Oh, I don't even know. I can't even count, but it was like three columns worth, and they have some spiked seltzer too, and then they have some also some guest taps. They do a couple of guest taps. I think one was uh, from Bee Nectar, which was the Cherry Sizer, or their their Cherry Mead, which is Zombie Killer, which is a favorite of ours. But they they really focus on their own in-house stuff. Yeah, and it's, I mean, to hear <coughs> Joel talk about on our interview when we actually featured them uh, on the show, to hear him talk about the humble beginnings and then to go out there for the seventh anniversary and see all of the beers that they had on tap that were their own, just 1920 taps. 19, I'm looking at their website right now. 19 of their yeah. own. Yeah. Two guest taps. It's amazing. And they have cans and they are all throughout our town. And I've seen them in other parts of Florida also. Yeah. So if you see them, in your area and you're from Florida or you're able to get them anywhere you are, give them a try because I'm telling you, it's amazing. The Fort Myers Light, the Hefeweizen, the Hefeweizen. Yeah, I think we're going to be talking about some of these other beers Mm. uh, on some... Quick bites? Quick bites and maybe a little bit on some special content for some upcoming... Uh, some upcoming content we're going to be announcing, but mm-hmm. uh, we're not ready to talk about yet today. Yeah. But this is a brewery oh. that is absolutely needs to be on your list. Mm-hmm. For sure. So even though it wasn't a travel week, we had one heck of a busy week, and I think that's a lot to cover. Yeah. I mean, you've got a fantastic run that has a great cause that yeah. it's supporting in the Scope for Hope. Mm-hmm. Fort Myers brewing and their food truck scene that has a, has sprouted up around there with amazing you know Viet Yum, Wicked Streetery and Philly Teas. And Philly Teas. Mm-hmm. I mean come awesome. On. And these trucks do go to other places. They mm-hmm. just tend to come back to Fort Myers pretty frequently. Fort Myers brewing pretty frequently. Because just people gravitate to that area. It's a super cool place to go hang out yeah and of course bring a chair uh, that would be the one thing i would recommend bring a folding chair tons of people do it and in fact their t-shirts say this is the best beer you'll have while sitting in a parking lot yeah and and they have live music and ah just go just go you'll thank us and of course like we were talking about fort myers brewing itself these guys Mm -hmm. we want to congratulate them on seven Years. Seven years. Yay. I mean, that's, uh, we talk about five years being a big milestone. Seven. I mean, come on. You're almost, you're almost to the 10 year mark. So great job, guys. Ladies and gentlemen out there, you are just Mm -hmm. 
hitting on all cylinders and keep doing what you're doing. Congratulations and happy anniversary. So that does it for this week. Um, Next week is what? Is that another training week for us? It is. Goodness. It's a huge training week for me because I'm pushing past the half marathon distance and you're going to be out of town. I will be out of town, but I'll be training nonetheless. I always get my, try to get my runs in. So are we going to do a remote? We may do a remote. We'll figure that the logistics out there. Yeah. So stay tuned for what we cover. Yeah. Yeah. But in the meantime, listen, have you shared your favorite podcast with friends or family? What we would love for you to do is shout us out on social media and tag us in a post. On Instagram, we're at Runny Drink Podcast. Also on Facebook, we're at Runny Drink Podcast. On Twitter, we're at Runny Drink Pod. And if you share us and you tag us, it would go a long way in helping us build the Runcation Nation. Yeah, we're trying to reach more people and get more people involved with our community because there are tons of runners out there and probably a lot that haven't heard of us and we want to hear from them. We want to know where they're running, where they're eating and where they're drinking. Yes, all of you. Where are you running, eating and drinking and where are your friends running, eating and drinking? So if you want to share a race, a place to eat or a or a tasty beverage from your hometown, leave us a one-minute message with your name, where you're from, and what you want to share. And you can email it and attach the audio file or type out the recommendation at info at runnydrink.net. That's info at runnydrink.net. Or you can just call us. Do it the old-fashioned way. Call (laughs) 941-677-2733 and leave a voicemail and keep it to about a minute. Tell us who you are, where you're calling from, and share that tip with us. And we will get you right here on the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. Absolutely. That's 941-677-2733 or info at runeatdrink.net. So... For this week, I'm Amy. And I'm Dana. Hey, thanks for listening, and we will talk to you really soon. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We're having a great third year because of your support. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Run, Eat, Drink podcast. And on Twitter, we're at Run, Eat, Drink pod. You can also give us a call at 941 941- 677-2733 or shoot us an email at info at runeatdrink.net. Visit our website at runeatdrink.net and click on the subscribe link so you don't miss a minute. Accomplish, explore, and indulge right along with us. We'll talk to you next time.